What's up, Red Sox Nation? Sox dropped the series finale in Detroit, but still start off great on this very pivotal road trip. Can they continue it? We will talk about all that and more tonight on Red Sox Wrap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Got to wear shades. Oh, yeah. Got to wear those shades. Who could we be talking about besides Andrew Benatendi? It's crushing it. Who he gets his first career home run today in Detroit. Big triple as the, well. The first one he gets uh, credit for. All, all of you that follow the Sox know he's got, uh, you know, two this year. One that didn't get called uh, in Fenway Park, which was terrible. But uh, in the house tonight, we got my good friend, Dennis Harris. Hello, friends. How are you doing, Dennis Harris? Dennis, you're on the old social media. Where can people find you on the old social media? That's correct. You can find me at Dehas, D-E-E-H-A-A-S, on the old Twitter. Nice. So hit him up there on the Twitter. This is our weekly rudderless discussion of all things Red Sox. If you want to steer that conversation in a different direction, you can do that through Dehas on Twitter. What's up? I'm Mike Conley. They put a Twitter up here for me, too. But uh, don't be ashamed or embarrassed or just pissed if I don't return those because that's not my Twitter handle. I'm not on Twitter yet. Once Jerry Remy gets on there full throttle, I'm in. Could be any day. He's huh? actually he's like on there. I think someone does it for him. Yeah, but, he's, got, uh, he's got people. You know, once we get once we get a minion in here, a Red Sox wrap 360 minion. Remdog's got people. Like that. He's got restaurants. He's got people. He does. He does. Wow, it is hot in this studio. It's a toasty one. Oh, you know boy. Speaking of being hot. Ayo, nice not a bad segue. Week. Not a bad week for the boys. You got to like it. I mean, a little bit of a whimper today. I mean, 10-5, you had Henry Owens out there in the spot start for Erod. Yeah, wheels came off, I'd say. Wheels came off a little bit. I mean, but, you know, there was some good things. You know, I, you, you know, post 04 Mike Conley, I like to look for the silver lining Rose in these Cousin. Red Sox yeah. teams. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but he went through the, the order for the first time. He looked pretty good. He was just striking guys out and walking guys. That's it. Well, yeah, it was a little bit of you know, that. Like it's the same both. old Henry O. You know? But uh, yeah, the wheels done came off. It did. Once it do. got to the second time through the order, he yeah. kind of. I was pumped about two innings in. Yeah, I was feeling good. It it's like, like, wow, this guy might have something. Hey, gee whiz. I was going to call my pops after the game and be like, see, Henry Owens? <laughs> I told you this guy was good. He hates oh, Henry man. Owens. It's terrible. He's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's garbage. I can kind of see what he says. He's, but, you he's know? on to something there. He's got uh, when your best pitch is your change up. I don't know if yeah. you know, you're going to yeah. win many games. But uh, what's up, gang? Thanks for tuning in with us. But, you know, nevertheless, that gives them a split versus Detroit. Detroit was kind of right for the picking. They're kind of. You know, it was too bad we couldn't have got three out of four there. But due to the Sox successor on the week, it was a five and two week. Right. And what a start to the road trip. I think, right. like, going out on 11 game, four city trip, I think we all, well, at least me in the back of my mind was thinking, hey, if they come back five and six, that's not horrible. Let's right. just go out there and not lose any ground. Here we are gaining ground. Yeah. They're you playing know? good ball. Toronto wins today. So the, that puts the uh, Sox a half game back at Toronto. But. Sorry, no, I cut you good. off. No, not at all. It's just interesting now that it seems like the uh, roles have reversed where the starting rotation is really starting to be the strength as far as pitching is concerned, and now the bullpen is really kind of becoming a source of fear. Absolutely. Next. Absolutely. And I think I kind of like started to bring up that point the past two weeks and like yeah. never finished it, but like the different facets you have, starting pitching, relief right. pitching, hitting, 
you can also also add in defense as a uh you know a facet too but i think they've been pretty solid defenses she had the red sox but um yeah, so you're seeing that starting pitching come around, and you know the last road trip, it, st- it showed signs of coming around, right. and the bats were quiet. Right. You know, and so now we got like the the starting staff doing well, but the bullpen, eh, yeah, looking looking shady, and but the bats are starting to come around this trip. Yeah. The one thing that I, I you take solace in in that situation is the fact that we are kind of right there on the doorstep of first place in the division, right? And we haven't had all those facets clicking. Yeah, you hope that you just sit there hoping it's all going to come together at the right time, which, you know, maybe post uh, 04 Mike Conley is right, and maybe it all does come together. Uh, Prime to make a run. Ortiz is still in rare form. He is indeed. He is indeed. It's time for him to write another chapter. Uh, and how about your? <laughs> um, I wouldn't insult you like that, but the, the New York Yankees. You know, how about them? I mean, they sold at the deadline and all this stuff. They're like, oh no, we're not throwing in the towel. We're not throwing right. in the towel. But you know, so they were right. I mean, they're up to now three games over five hundred. It's kind of bananas. And they're four and a half out in the wild card right now. It's bananas. You know? you, you just never can count those guys up. <sighs> And it's like a, a youth infusion, you know. They watched and saw what Theo and Ben did with the youth movement in Boston, yeah. and they're like, Brian Cashman's like, yeah, you see, that's see? what we want to be, you know. It was almost like those these guys had to come to fruition before the Steinbrenner has said to Cashman, like, okay, here's the keys to the castle, make us young. Keys to the castle. But so they got like their young bombers coming up, like Judge and uh, Sanchez. Yeah, you know, uh, they got some other outfielder too. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. They have a lot of people to leap about. We're, we're focused on the Red Sox, and we're looking at who's in front of us, and that is the Toronto Blue Jays, and we're a half game back on that. Uh, it looks good. That, thank thank the God that Baltimore is faltering. Finally, so that's yeah. fantastic. I mean, finally it looks like maybe midnight has struck on that team. Uh, they've they've uh, four and six in the last ten, lost right. three in a row. They, um, you know, we were marveling at the fact that their pitching, starting pitching, has held it together. Right. You know, so far this year. But now Tillman's had a little bit of shoulder Coming injury. He's earth. been great yeah. for them. He kind of got shelled the other day. Still said he felt healthy afterwards, but if he goes down, so could their chances. Of course, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people nipping at their heels right now for that second wild card spot. Right. You got you got Kansas City playing well. They've won like eight in a row. So they're kind of right there with the Yankees right now. Mm-hmm. Seattle's been playing well lately. Right. The, another team we God thought was him. dead. God so this, I mean, the wild card, you know, whether you love it or hate it, if you hate it, you're just misled and not a baseball fan <laughs> because you got to love it because, I mean, it seems like 80% of the teams in the league are in the race up until, like, the final month. Yeah. And you got to love that as a, as, a, as a baseball fan. you got to love it, he says. Yeah, I mean, regarding the Orioles, it seems like they've just kind of – you do have to marvel at it because you just almost are puzzled how they've kept it together this long with what they have. Whereas the Blue Jays, I kind of expect, you know, with the arms they have in place, they have all the pieces where you would think it might be us and them neck and neck. And the Orioles, though, just they're kind of like uh, Nate Diaz, you know. They're not going down without a fight. I don't know if you watched old Connor the other night. No, I uh, I was going to try and go radio silence for a week oh. until they play it on regular TV. You, but if you somehow don't know what happened, then it's <laughs> no, I, I, okay. do. I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll rewatch it. Um, 
good fight though. That's what I heard. That's Very what I heard. I'm more of a boxing guy, not so much in the MMA, but uh, you come around. You know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's a rebirth in the heavyweight division, so yeah, I might not be privy to that. Oh, You'll have to coach this, me up off. Oh, off, no question. Off show. We'll get you over in uh, the boxing show with uh, just uh, Jared Gilkerson. He can oh, coach yeah? you up. Oh yeah, that's just one of the many shows they have here. Denny at Old AfterBuzz TV here After in lovely North Hollywood. That's when we're coming at you from. Uh, this is D Hosh. You can find him on social media. Dennis Harris. I'm Mike Conley. Um, our good friend Ben Faye's on the East Coast this week. He said he may tweet in to you, though, so he may All have right. some cheap. So keep, my eyes keep, open keep an eye on that, on the tweet tweets. Um, so Andrew Benatendi. Oh, okay. He, looks like we already got a little feedback from old Ben. Oh, we'll see what he says. wow. All right. Already. You're going to come out with that? He says. Okay. Papabon is greater than Taz, right? As in, would we prefer Papabon over Taz? Yes, I think we would. So, yeah. That that said, he's been pushing Papabon. My f- first knee jerk reaction was, "Dear God, no." Yeah. Um, but you know, <laughs> seeing what our bullpen did this week. Yeah, I mean, this know, week was a whole other story. I do think he is a guy that you know is a little bit misunderstood, and everybody kind of points to that. Mm-hmm. You know, choking out the star on the team. You know. For, yeah, for you know the Nationals I mean? last year, but everything I see of Bryce Harper, you think I, he's worthy of a little choke? I think mean, he needs a choking. <laughs> I think he needs a quarterly every choking every now and again. Every now and I mean? again. So I, I mean, I don't think he was that out of line. And you know, I mean, he'll be back in the locker room with Poppy and Petey. He's going right, to be on his best right. behavior. You know, there'll be guys in there. Everything else. So I think that he can potentially help us. Right. I don't give him the keys to the eighth inning right away. In fact, I still think Ziegler is a better option in that inning. Yeah. And I'm thinking Bonds and Heath Hembry are emerging as better options in that eighth inning before I would really give it a pat. Right. I mean, let's yeah, not he's forget gonna, he's, he's been over in the, the week, of, week of circuit for a few years yeah, now. Old, he hasn't really battled NL. through a, a legitimate major league It's lineup. very true. It's very true, man. So. Yeah, I heard somebody make the point where, you know, if he didn't have the name Papelbon on his jersey and you were just looking strictly at the numbers and what he's done, nobody in Boston would be clamoring about him at all. But that's not the way the world works. I mean, the kid has a history in Boston. The kid has done big things in Boston. And, you know, plenty of guys to give him a second chance. Who knows? Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to buy low on a guy and reinvigorate. I think it's worth taking a flyer on him. Yeah. Worst case, you know, choke somebody out. September. (laughs) The whole thing comes off the wheels and uh, we got a new manager next season and the whole night. I mean, it's the worst thing that could happen. He goes after Mookie Betts' neck. Uh, Poppy's going to tackle him. No question. You know? No question. Oh, boy. Uh, So, speaking of Poppy, the ageless one, he fouled another ball. Off his shin, off the uh, ankle. Shin, yeah. Was that today or yesterday? Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah, I can't remember which day yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the old feet are taking a pounding. Oh man! Every it's... time it happens, I'm just like, no. And then he, he legged out a double today. I was like, golden toes. Man, this guy, golden he's toes. something. He is something. Making some history this week as he's doing every week. Yeah. You know. Hey, thank you for that feedback over the Twitter there, Ben Benny Frickin' Jam. One of our top fans out there. <laughs> he is. That's his handle on uh, the Twitter. You can tweet him up, too. Benny Frickin' Jam's usually in these uh, these seats right here. He likes to keep it real concise on the Twitter handle, does, I guess. I mean, it took me a you minute know? to decipher that code, that yeah. shorthand. There. Maybe you can elaborate that a little bit more, you know, just so you can, the couple tunnel kicks in when you're typing it in. Um, <laughs> so 
uh, Ben Attendee, this kid's a stud. And, you know, we were kind of speculating last week, oh, when Chris Young gets back, is he going to, you know, take some at-bats away and is it going to be a platoon right. situation for Ben Attendee? And Farrell's pretty much saying, Ben Attendee's my left fielder. I mean. And I love it. And, you know, maybe he gets, Chris Young gets, okay, they face a really tough lefty. Old uh, Cole Hamels or Chris Sale comes through. Hey, guess what, Chris Young? You're in the lineup hey, today. Go take you know? a, few, a few cracks. But from what we've seen out of Ben Attendee to this point, it's like you really want to see him in there on a daily basis. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you want to see that helmet pop off when he's running second to third. You do. Flowing locks in the breeze. Stand-up triple, no big deal. <laughs> Flowing locks. I don't know if you like saw after the home run, like Poppy kind of like, Hit him oh, on yeah. the head, like patted him on the uh, non-helmeted head, and he was just like, "Dude, he's re- he's he ready for to a do head right and shoulders commercial." Oh he's, boy, how many games do you have to have <laughs> under your belt before, <laughs> before you're ready you get, for a head and shoulders? Yeah, seriously. I mean, before you get sponsorships, that is a commercial worthy salad. Oh boy, it's no question. It, it's it's major league flow. There's no doubt about that. Uh, so he gets you know the home run today, his first career homer. He obviously hit that seed in like his third game at Fenway right. that went off the yellow line. Now, yellow lines remind me of yellow poles, and yellow poles are foul poles. And if you hit the ball off the foul pole, that should be a home run. Evidently not in the center field uh, when he hit the yellow line in the center field in Fenway. Therefore, it is a strange, yeah, it's a change strange the there. color of that line. Yeah. You know, make that a white line or mm-hmm. a, uh, a red white line. line. Oh. Oh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Keep it G. Uh, Keeping it G. Gotta love it. Um, so what's fantastic, uh, Ben Attendee, we'll, we'll laud about him in a little bit, but what, what's what's terrific um, is we were able to split with Detroit, so that that's good. You know, home splits are good, but that's coming off sweeping Baltimore in a two-game set mm-hmm. and taking that one game, a makeup game from the first series of the year on Monday, right? which was fantastic. And that one was a nice tight affair. Uh, Sox went three to two in that one. Pomerantz picking up his first dub. Huge, huge, huge. Red Sox first dub it went seven and two thirds innings, the longest outing of his career. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, pretty so good. That is good. That's a good, you know, leaf being turned over. It is, and he was actually cruising Saturday night right when in the rain delays you know he was unfazed by the initial rain delay or he got a little touched I think in the first or something but that curveball was making people look silly it was yeah I think he gave up one bomb or something right before he got before the game was called but but he got like six in and he was going to probably go another seven plus right you know if that rain didn't come yeah you know because he was uh he was manageable pitch count wise and so to see a guy like that turn the corner is huge and it couldn't happen at a better time when you, when you got like Stephen Wright banged up and you got you know now you got Eduardo Rodriguez banged up. Uh, he saying that his hamstring was not ready to go to Farrell last night at like six forty five and <laughs> wait, then, wait another hour. Henry Owen gets a panicked call <laughs> to get on the next <laughs> flight to Detroit. Yeah. That's just what he needs. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like it was working for him there in the first yeah. couple innings, but there were you know twenty minutes to a half hour where we thought it was we won't we won't rain deal. on your parade though, um, yeah. So oh also a little bit aside from that with Erod, you had kind of the Stephen Wright and Farrell sort of with different stories as to his timetable. Yeah, which seemed that a was interesting. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farrell's like, there's been a lot of discussions with Stephen. Right. I mean. <laughs> Get to the point, buddy. Is the guy pitching or not? Sounding like Belichick out there, you know. But you know, it's it's better that 
you know, we we take, take it, slow, it slow rather than force him back and then he's done for the I year. I mean, when you have the likes of, you know, Clay Buckholds, he's been good the last he's couple been okay. outings. He's been good. He, ever since Two they good outings of, in a row, though, as a start. I mean, yeah. what do you throw the last outing? Uh, do some research. <laughs> I thought you were going to have me with some stats. Let me, let me just pull it up real quick on this laser, laser quick uh, Wi-Fi. Um, the, yeah, I mean, he, since he's gone back to the bullpen, you know, and then coming in and started and beginning right, those right. spot starts, he looks great, you know. I mean, and you could sulk a guy that's been in the league 10 years, you know, and been with the same team the right. whole time. But, you know, it seems like he's uh, he's – Kind of take it in stride, doing anything to help the team win. If that's going to be a long man to mop it up in the bullpen, that's right. one thing, you know. But if it's going to be, you know, as a starter, which it looks like Tuesday, he's probably going to go in Wright's place right. on Tuesday. Um, yeah, I mean, his last outing, he pitched six solid frames, and then that was the game that the bullpen, you know, Taz and uh, Ziegler really blew it and yeah. squandered that game. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. But when I, you look at the the starting pitching performances on this road trip, it's like six or seven innings, giving up like two runs. It's yeah, really man. some studly efforts out there. This whole month, really, they've been like they're you know they're right in the mix as far as their ERA has come way back down, and things are things are looking all right, Mike. But you however, know? their bullpen ERA in it's August just, second worst in the yeah. American League. Why can't they just get it together? Get it together, man. It's fun. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about it. Yeah, it's frustrating. This is a frustrating team. I mean, for a team that's in the position they're in, I think I just heard today they're only two games off the pace of the '04 squad. I want to say, mm. and it's it doesn't feel that. I mean, this team has just been hot and cold. But I mean, they came out. You talked about it plenty of times, or just that hot start. It's, it pays off because when you're kind of riding the roller coaster the rest of the way, you know, it's a good thing to get out to that absolutely that big start and. Yeah, you got to get off Give to that good a start. Because then, if you play five hundred ball for like a two month stretch, it's like, oh, you're still over five hundred because you got off to that good start. And right. You're feeling a little bit better about yourself, as if you got off to, you know, ten games below five hundred start, and then you play yeah. five hundred ball for two months, and you're like, we're climbing this mountain this that is we simply just, we just can't seem to ascend. This is a challenge. But um, <laughs> Erod, it's it's especially discouraging to see him go down with the hammy because it looked like he was just kind of getting over that knee issue right. that he had at the beginning of the year right. and getting over that uh, tipping pitches type scenario. I mean, he was mowing him down on his start this week. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, it looked like he might have finally rounded the corner. I mean, he, did he even allow a hit? I think he had like four He's innings in, and no hit ball. He and, was cruising. And he was cruising. And then, and then the whales came off. But... You know, you, you're hoping, okay, he misses one more start and Stephen Wright misses one more start, and then we're back to full strength. Right. It would be fantastic, you know? And then everyone in the bullpen gets their act together. Oh. The offense keeps rolling, and then you got yourself a real contender. Well, I'm thinking also, you know, where you don't have the Henry Owens in the world taking a turn in the rotation right. every fifth day, or, you know, Buckholtz, you know, even though he's been pretty good, you know, those are days where you use up a lot of your bullpen, you know, in scenarios like that. So now if we can get this guy Pomerantz, if this is indeed a corner he has turned, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. You know, especially getting that win, too. I wonder if it was a little bit of like a what for, because he was pitching against the team that drafted him. Right. Cleveland. Uh, in the uh, 11, 011 draft, he was like the fifth overall selection. Mm. So. I mean, maybe it was like, you should never give up on me, man. Don't quit on me. Don't do it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, th- I again, I've talked about it before, but I'm a big guy on body language, yeah. which is not a movie from the 80s. But, um, <laughs> you know, maybe it will be a, a movie to come. Yep. But uh, the kid, he looks the part, and that means something to me. The kid, he's just going out there every fifth day, he's working through it. And, I mean, as we've seen, hopefully it's not going to be a case like Price this year or even Porcello the first half of last year. And, and maybe it just took him a few starts to kind of hit his stride. But he look, I mean... The kid looks like a nice piece right now. A nice piece. He sure you know does. I mean? So we're hoping that he just continues on his recent success here in his last two starts. And then, you know, if Henry Rodriguez, Henry Rodriguez, hello, I'm thinking of former Expo, Eduardo Rodriguez gets back for, you know, his next start, and he can kind of pick up where he left off in that last right. start that we loved him where he first twinged the hammy. That would be great because because then you see how Stephen Wright, if he can come back and to be you know three quarters of the pitcher he was before right. he got the injury, plus you know Stephen Wright, I mean I can, still can't get over the fact that this guy got hurt pinch running, you know the, this is a guy who last year got hurt shagging fly balls because the ball hit him in the head. It's like dude, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's why you're shagging flies. You got a glove on your hand, buddy. You know <laughs> I, I, I think it was an errant like pass. I, you oh, know, someone was playing catch. And that's, took it off the dome, but I mean that. Just that story alone doesn't, you know, make me file away and say, "Hey, if we get in a jam where we need a pinch runner as a pitcher on the bases, Yikes. Stephen Wright who gets injured by an errant ball in batting practice, he's <laughs> my guy. guy. He's my guy. Not the guy. I, I'll never. It's uh, you. You said it like, last I week, know. and I, I, I couldn't, you know, said it any better. I, I definitely have been an, an apologist for Farrell, but that one is a head scratcher. Oof. And you know, obviously, it's worst case scenario, but you got to have the, a little bit of foresight there. Maybe he's not the guy to be out there on the base paths. Yeah, I mean, it's troubling. <laughs> it's troubling. It was just, you know, that one is a head scratcher. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the game I've been trying to avoid, but that is uh, Thursday's implosion by the bullpen. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, it's the game. Clay came out looking good, looking strong, and and Taz implodes. Ziegler implodes, which I think is a great. I mean, a great subject of conversation here is what do we do about this bullpen? Like, where you know, there's plenty of good signs and good returns from the starters right now, but where do we turn as far as the bullpen is concerned? Because even you know, you basically lately you've had Barnes, who's been fairly solid for you. You've had Kimbrell, who's been solid, but in a nerve-wracking manner. I mean, even uh, last night's game was it was it, you know he's comes within inches of blowing it. Yeah, you know it, it's just he hasn't been. Do- I mean, he's even when he's been good, he hasn't been completely dominant. Yeah, the the yeah, it's always a roller coaster ride with Kimbrell. You know that that's why, like when I'm watching the games, I, I almost wish that. They have Ziegler, haven't used Ziegler yet, so they have him kind of reserved, right? In case there's a Kimbrel implosion, mm-hmm. and you know he puts a bunch of guys on, and we need a double play ball right. to have Ziegler in the back pocket of like that. I like having that, so because of that, I don't really like him as the eighth inning. And you know, first of all, we don't even have the talent level where you can just get past the sixth. Right. A la Yankees earlier this year or Kansas City the past two years where you can just put it on cruise control as right. a manager and just say, This is my guy for this, this is my guy for this. If you know, 
tell tell Dombrowski you want that, and maybe he can make it happen for you for next season. But you don't have it, so I really think it's just going to be piecing it together in the seventh and eighth, right? Uh, you know, in just working matchups. But I really don't want to see Taz in the eighth anymore. He's got to like. Uh, he looks like he needs a month off. Yeah, you know it's he, just... he needs some dead arm. I think he, you know, throw him down with a shoulder impingement and get him like you know some some yummies on the DL. Yummies, you know, 15, 15, uh, 15 days because he just looks looks tired on out there. Yeah, it's not it's not good. I mean, I can't remember a streak with him where it's looked this poor. Yeah, ever. And then Koji's out with the peck. I'm still holding out hope we're going to see Koji this I year. I hope so, too. And he's going to be in that eighth-inning mix. That's why, I mean... Unlike Ortiz, though, he's kind of... He seems like he's... It's catching up ...seen his him. age a little bit. Yeah. It's troubling, though. I mean, I you almost feel like they need another piece. And kind of you talking about Dombrowski, I mean, I remember the early talks this season. It felt like we might have that set up, you know, 7th, 8th, nine. Yeah. With Koji and our boy Carson. Yeah. Before, you know, and now it's just Injury City and... Injury City, Injury City, Injury City. Boom, there's another one for the North. Um, yeah, I mean, it is kind of Injury City, but all teams have injuries. I mean, you look at Detroit yes. and how banged up they've been. And, uh, right. You know, not to jump to the other league, but uh, the Dodgers, uh, like, flirting with fir- – they're in first place, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are, you know – the most injured team in baseball. So right, no excuses. Right. I mean, somebody's got to step up. You know, I mean, maybe that person's down to Pawtucket. Maybe, you know, Anthony Vavaro. You know, Joe Kelly. Try, maybe. <laughs> Although that guy's been given off any opportunity and not really seized it. Yeah, it's true. But, uh, you know, I, I, I want to see more out of Bonds maybe in that eighth inning. I want to see more out of Hembry. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Ziegs is in that eighth inning mix, I guess, if you don't really have the luxury to hold him back to be right. uh, Kimbrell Insurance. But... You know, the thing with bullpens is a guy can be horrible for, like, two weeks and then turn it on and have a great three weeks. Right. So it's like it's really a lot has to do with confidence. And as a manager, you have to err on the side of having overconfidence in a guy right. than the other way, you know, of not having any confidence. Because then you have no chance the guy's going to be rubbish if you have no confidence in him. Because then he has no confidence in him. So, um, Yeah, I mean, it's hard to... It's hard to shine that on though when the results are what they are. Shining on me. A lot of songs. A lot of songs. I like. I'm, it. Real, I'm real musical. You're a musical guy. You know. You know. You're a musical guy. That's it. That's it. No uh, segue here, but Ortiz, uh, as we mentioned, you know, as he's done every week, where he's getting into a new historical uh, grouping with yes. his numbers. Yes. Fifteen hundred RBIs this week. Fifteen hundred RBIs with the Red Sox. Yes. 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 Joining the likes of Ted Williams and Carl Yuskrimski. And I don't know if anyone can join him in this company where he walks over from the batter's box, hands some candy to the kids, takes a selfie with the kids, goes to the plate, hits a jack. <laughs> so, what game was that? He did that was, uh, it was this series. I think yeah. it was yesterday. Uh, so I, it just had me thinking, who else? I mean, this guy is so larger than life now. Yeah. I know there's no segue to this, but it's just something to talk about. This guy... I mean, who this guy's written his own rules. I mean, it's it's so his the, the story on him now is just it's it's like cartoon size, you know, larger yeah. than life. This guy's playing by his own rules. It just had me thinking, like, imagine if Hanram stepped out of the batter's box, started talking to kids, taking photos, went up and 
you know, took strike Ground three. Ground into six four three. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> we'd be all over. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Though. I think Hanley does do a little bit of that. It's just the camera's not picking right, up. Right, right. Thank God. But uh, yeah, save the most of that uh, hand ram for your swan song. <clears throat> but he's a guy that's been raking. He's been playing good ball. He has, and like I was a little worried, like being away from the team on that bereavement leave. Yeah, uh, was going to like slow down his hot bat, but not he's so come much, back yeah. and crushed it. Uh, he has been one of the stories of this season, I think. Like he's, you know, you're not getting insane power numbers from him at at first, but I mean, he's been consistent. He's been average to above average defensively, which is more than we expected after last season. And you know, he's been he's been a solid teammate. It seems like you yeah. know. Yeah, cool, I mean, cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just still getting over the fact you think we have smooth segues on this show, and you're offended that you didn't. No, no, but, you know, I, just, I had to, I had to bring that up because it was Expect amazing. Expect to see Ben I mean, come by the foreground. <laughs> <laughs> One of those really things. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, hey, what's up, Papelbon? Pap, I mean, and you know, he he was. Um, he lit us up on the old uh, YouTube uh, comment section too. Yes, f- folks do that. He was un- un- obviously, you know, uh, praising his boy Rick Porcello as they has to do on a weekly, if not daily basis. Well, and you know, we should be doing that weekly on this because now he proves to what seventeen and three on the season. Seventeen and three. And props to Ben if you happen to be listening because I tuned into last week's show with uh, Mike and Kev, and I heard old MCon turn the page. So now is this you? Is this? If you were to start a series right now, you would go with Pretty Ricky. Was that you that said that? Well, I said if you were uh, hosting Game What. Yes. Okay. You know, or if you were hosting the Wild Card, I think you got to think about Rick Boisel because the guy's been lights out at Fenway. He has been. I just remember Ben having that thought a few weeks back or a month back or yeah. whatever it was. And I was still, and I still may be. In price camp. In price camp. Just kind of. It's tough. You go back and forth because now it looks like price is turning into price. Let's hope so. So, I mean, it's really, it's kind of futile to kind of, you know, uh, speculate at this point of the season. It's going to be like who's going good, right? you know, at the end of, uh, at the beginning of October, you know, as to far as who's going to get that ball. Right, right. But, man, I'll tell you, it's good to see price, uh, you know, starting to pitch like price. And, you know, the guy... He, uh, you know, he leads the AL in innings pitched. He leads mm-hmm. the AL in strikeouts. So it's like he wasn't doing that already. Right. He, I mean, some of just, his starts were at the beginning of the season. He actually was p- pitching pretty well, um, you know, and we were kind of getting on him. He had a few starts where it was, you know, it seemed like maybe the the frustrations were getting the better of him and he was not himself at all. But. Overall, I mean, you know, if he wasn't the $31 million man, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, you know? Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, thank heavens for Porcello. The guy, this guy has been just another huge story, and kind of quietly so. Yeah. You know, it's sort of been under the radar. Like, I can't recall the last time a guy's had that. Obviously, that, you know, the win-loss record is is what it is, but Hmm. I can't recall the last Red Sox running out there with that kind of record and as kind of modestly doing it. Yeah. You don't hear a peep from the guy. No, and but he's got fire. You can see him in that little oh, dust yeah. up he almost had with the Yankees, oh, and yeah. then he was chirping at somebody in this last start because yeah. he was like, uh, <laughs> he he just gets like fired up at the oddest things. He like does. nobody really knew what it was. Like even this week, I think the kid like popped one up and was pissed at himself that he didn't hit it. Like yeah, it was yeah. it was a pitch he should have handled. It was and against like, Detroit, right? Yeah, 
I can't remember who that was, but I read the it's quote. One of the young kids. The quote afterwards, that kid said that Porcello was just pissed he couldn't join him for brunch the next day. Something <laughs> amazing like that. I was what? like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, all right, That's good stuff. Reach. Oh, we have another question from Twitter. Ooh. Uh, a new fan, Ben Fay. Oh, <laughs> Benny freaking Jam. Yeah, that's him. Thoughts on renaming Yaki Way to Big Poppy Way? Wow. Gene Yaki fans won't be excited. Gene about Yaki. That. Um, yeah, I don't know too many of those, but yeah. maybe maybe Van S. Van Ness. You know, one of the uh, Ipswich. Ipswich. You know, one of the streets around there that isn't already named for a poor person <laughs> in uh, Red Sox lore. That's going to be a tough sell, I think. Yeah. Maybe Lansdowne we can uh, change to. Ortiz. Downtown. Poppy. Big Poppy, because he goes downtown <laughs> on Lansdowne. Hello. Can you tell? Yeah, this Reach. is a live show. Because that's not ironed out. Reach. But he's all about renaming, renaming streets. <laughs> Because of Vin Scully Way here in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, uh, well, we love keep those tweets coming. <laughs> Benny freaking Jam and everybody. Benny and freaking Jam. People should also send tweets to Ben Sherrington and say, sorry for lambasting you when you signed Rick Porcello to a four-year $82.5 million extension. Because he is definitely earning $20 mil a year this year, this season. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. I mean... And he's what like a difference. he's like fastest to a hundred. He's got a hundred career wins. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, you Before don't realize how young he is, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, because he was like right up and like starting right away, yeah. and like Detroit couldn't send him down because they needed him. You right. know, when he was he was successful, like coming up as a twenty year old. So uh, it's interesting. I mean, you you you. I, I never think anybody's going to hit three hundred wins again. But then you hear something like that, and it maybe gives you pause. You it's know? possible. Possible. We'll see. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. JBJ is hot this week too. He's uh, he had quite a it was three or four dingers this week. No big deal. And uh, you know I'm so psyched because this guy is. He gets you know, a little he, streaky. He gets a little streaky, but it seems like his down times are shortening. They are, yeah. You know? I mean, before it was like this dude would go vanishing for four to six weeks. Right. You know? And now it's more like four to six days. Yeah, I think he now so, maybe it's a confidence thing, too, where he he's now done it for such a sustained period that, it, you know, mm-hmm. he's a major league hitter, man. The kid, obviously, you know, he always knew the defense was there. And Maya's it there. I mean, every week he's making plays that are head turners that not too many players can make. I mean, this outfield defense is just... It's pretty stellar. Wow. I mean, the pitchers must be giddy, you know, when they go out there right. with this. I mean, it's insane. Uh, just it's talk, unbelievable. Just to kind of keep consistent with... Um, very rocky segues. Let's talk about uh, Toronto Blue Jays again. Uh they so they're a half game up now. They won today, and they've been playing some winning baseball. They oh, did they win today and they lose today? Did they win today? Hello. Let's see. I got it right call in front of me. Oh, I think they might they have lost. lost. They lost two to Cleveland. They did. They lost. So thanks, Cleveland. We just kept pace with the loss. That's why we were half game back mm-hmm. coming into today, and we both lost. So, um, but they sent Aaron Sanchez, who has arguably been their best starter this year, sent him down. Sent yeah. him down a single A ball today yeah. to put like a halt to his innings. Because he's already up to like 150 innings or something. That's already a career high, and they just you know want him for the playoffs. But it's like, oh, okay, we'll mm-hmm. see. 
you know, now hopefully we got some like quadruple A pitches taking his uh, turn in the rotation. Quadrizy. And they get lit up. Yeah, it is an interesting tactic. I mean, <clears throat> I don't remember that as a kid watching ball being as much of a thing. With no, <laughs> it's just no. Run him out it, there. It wasn't till the arm falls off. I mean, and I guess maybe it's you gotta like. You know, I agree with the fact that you know workout regimens get better, workout equipment gets better. Mm-hmm. You know, all these routines get better, so the athletes are getting better. They have bigger muscles that are being like. You know, swung around by the same ligaments, you know, right. so it's like, yeah, I, I can kind of understand it, but it really is an inexact si- science. And if it was a situation like that, and the Dodgers are actually kind of in a uh, similar situation with the young pitcher theirs where they're going to have to rely on him, but they really want to uh, stop the clock on him and Julio Arias, but... Um, you know, it's it's tough as a team because it would be a situation like the Mets last year with uh, Javi and, you know, the guy's like, give me the ball. No mm-hmm. innings limit. I want to go. Right. So they go to the World Series. That's all went on dandy. They don't win it. Right. And now the dudes, he's could be Capiche. rubbish. Yeah. You know? So it's like you you got to almost like go the Strasburg route where you say, hey, this um, we're, shutting just, it down. we're shutting it down no matter what. Yeah. You know, and just have to kind of stick with your guns on that. Even if it means, you know, you got to bring up a guy from double A and, you know, have him get hit around a little bit. But Yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, I mean, we talk about it every week, though, with these young kids. Every you don't want to gamble the future, you know? Yeah. But it's it's a delicate balance, I'd say. It is. A delicate Very balance. Very much so. And, like, and I've talked about this before that maybe this is the new thing we get on. You know, Dave Dombrowski, once he gets through pillaging our farm system and hopefully leading us to a couple championships we give him walking papers bring old ben Sherrington back cycle in cycle it back for like a seven-year cycle cycle Boom. it back by then dombrowski's like 80 right bring him back to, to <laughs> pull through whatever uh you know it, it, it does seem to be the way i mean especially since 04 we just, it's just a whoop cycle it is it, it is. is a cycle not to say that dombrowski can't rebuild he did pretty good with that tigers uh, organization, even though they never hoisted the trophy. Hoist? Hoist. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that seems like a decent segue into what, something I like to think about quite a bit. Yes. <clears throat> which is how this team shapes up for the postseason. I think about it pretty much on a weekly basis. Oof. And it, we kind of already touched upon it, but I feel like we've yet to see this team, and it's not that that's uncommon, but we've yet to see the team clicking on all cylinders. Uh, and if it's possible, I feel like they're definitely, you know, if it actually came to be that everyone, you know, the starters keep rolling and price turns into price, and then somehow this bullpen gets their act together, the offense is historically good, then you certainly have a contender. But Yeah. Well, the hope is that once you get over these injuries with Eduardo Rodriguez and, you know, uh, Steve Wright, they, or as Ben would call him, David Wright, they... um. <laughs> They want to, um, you know, hopefully you get in a situation where you have that consistency now where five guys are going out there every five days, you know, and, well, one guy a day. but And they are getting consistent efforts of six and seven innings because then, you know, the bullpen can kind of, right, you know, revamp itself, Buckle down. you know, and, like, yeah. not be so overworked. And, you know, hopefully we can get some guys healthier out there arm-wise. One thing I did want to touch on, it was kind of a big story of the week. Probably should have let off with Hello, But Mookie Betts moving down to the four hole. At okay. first, I didn't really like it uh, because I'm like, you're going to put this 
really speedy fast guy behind David Ortiz in the lineup. Right. You know? Uh, I don't understand that. What happens when Poppy's on first and this dude hits one to the to, to the gap? You know, he's gonna yes. have to. He, he can't get a triple because Poppy has to top at right, third. Right. So it's like so that originally was my original pause, but then like obviously you can't argue with results. I mean, he he's just been knocking it in. It was kind of a situation where you had Poppy who wasn't going too well, right. and Bogey who wasn't going too well. So it's like. It was almost out of necessity to drop those, drop them down yeah. to have a guy that's hitting beer and a run producer in the middle of that lineup. But um, the one thing that Farrell said, and this may this makes some sense, is uh, it's like well, by moving you know Ortiz up there, he gets up in the first inning, which is nice, and also it has them so they don't have more than two righties in a row in the mm. lineup. You know, he was getting worried where you had that. Betts, Petey, Bogarts at the top of the lineup. You know, you get a right-hander that comes out of the pen, maybe a sidewinder or somebody with a delivery, then he can kind of go through those right. three guys in succession. So it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. I am coming around on it. And, I, of course, you know, like I say, you can't argue with results. I mean, Petey, since he's been in the one hole, even though he's hemming and hard, I mean, the dude's hitting like over 400 right. since he's been in that, in that position. So, And it's like you have such a – it's like rest easy, Petey. It's like we have a sick bottom of the lineup, you know, so there's going to be guys on base from you, you know, once yeah. you go through. And uh, so, you know, you got those guys at the bottom of the lineup that are raking Ben attendee. You got Mr. Standy Leon, who just keeps Still, going. He had a yeah, couple more Sandy baseball. Today. It's ridiculous. It's like, you, oh, 380? No big it's deal. It's like, oh, how's this guy not going to have his <laughs> average plummet today? It's, it's like, oh, no big deal. Exactly I'll go two up. for five. Yeah, I'll no go big up deal. a little bit. You yeah, know? it's unbelievable. And I'll tell you what, it's like I was given like a lot of props to Chili Davis last year, but hearing more into it, I don't know if it was in telecast or something I was reading. Probably telecast. Probably telecast. Hello, <laughs> 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 you took the words out of my mouth there. Um, but someone's saying that uh, a lot of it's a tribute to uh, him going down to Venezuela ball last year. Oh, really? And his manager or his hitting instructor down there was a guy, Carlos Guillen. Uh, I don't know if you remember him, longtime mariner. Okay. Kind of his career got shorted by uh, injuries and stuff. Came okay. up as a shortstop, kind of a short shortstop third baseman type. This guy, legitimate hitter. Like, yeah. if he could have stayed healthy, potential 3,000 okay. hitter. So, and he kind of tinkered with him. He did some stuff. So, if Christian Vasquez's bags aren't already packed for Venezuela for the offseason... Let's get them packed. Get them packed, kids. You know? But uh, before we sign off here, let's just uh, kind of look ahead to the upcoming week and who we Dude. got on the docket. Uh, we'll finish up this road trip with four at Tampa coming up here starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tampa's been playing a little bit better lately. You know, they're not they're not going to lay down. So it'd be nice to take three out of four from that. But if we split that and end up coming home with a seven and four road trip, be very happy with that. Not a bad day. And then... Uh, then finish up the week with the three games in the Fens versus Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have the late game on Sunday night, so we will be uh, on one hour later next week, gang. So just uh, mark your calendars on that. If you do listen to us live, we'll be on at 9 p.m. Pacific next Sunday, midnight Eastern, because uh, so, they have the late game. So uh, that is uh, for Kansas City. And like I say, they're hot right now. Don't sleep on them. Everybody had written off them. But the defending champs are three games over 500 right now and really in the mix in that uh, wild card race. You want to say anything before we get going? I don't think so, Tim. Okay, buddy. Well, uh, gang, thanks for tuning in for another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360. We appreciate your viewership and listenership. 
And uh, tune in next week, gang. For Dennis Harris, I am Mike Conley. Go Sox! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.